Hello everyone, I'm Esther Joseph and you're listening to You Matter Officially, Episode 2. For today's episode, we're going to be looking at recognizing your worth and knowing how to value it. To start, I'm going to read you a quote about self-worth written by Mark Chernoff, who is, and I'll just give a brief description, a personal development author and blogger. He and his wife, Angel Chernoff, have written New York bestsellers, such as 1,000 Plus Little Things Happy Successful People Do Differently, and Getting Back to Happy, Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Reality, and Turn Your Trials into Triumphs. They are also the creators of Mark and Angel Hack Life, which is a website that focuses on various topics concerning wellness, as well as hosting events and conferences, encouraging people internationally, And additionally, for all audio lovers like me, they own a podcast titled Think Better, Live Better. It's obvious to say that they are using their platform in the best way. Now, I'm going to read a quote that Mark has written on Knowing Your Worth that I really like. He says, When someone treats you like you're just one of many options, help them narrow their choice by removing yourself from the equation. Sometimes you have to try not to care, no matter how much you do. Because sometimes you can mean almost nothing to someone who means so much to you. It's not pride. It's self-respect. Don't expect to see positive changes in your life if you surround yourself with negative people. Don't give part-time people full-time position in your life. Know your value and what you have to offer and never settle for anything less than what you deserve. Make sure you stay tuned for this episode because we'll be talking about the positive things that you can do for yourself that can make you happy and initially help knowing your worth. Worth is such an important thing to talk about just because you'll always get different perspectives and different views on just worth in general. My worth and how I view myself is probably different than how, say, my siblings would view myself, which is different than how my friends would view myself, which is different than how my parents would view myself, which is just different than how everyone else views myself. There's always going to be a different perspective on worth, but the most important thing that you got to realize is that how you value your worth is the most important thing. And should be the number one. I think that someone can't just base their beliefs and self-worth on what people say about them. And even if it's positive, it's always great to have that insight. But it's more important for them to have that assurance in them always without people having to tell them. Although, obviously, if you're going through something terrible in your life, you'll need a second reaffirmation on who you are because... In that moment, we always need to have people to lean on. So whatever you're doubting your worth, like whenever you're doubting your worth, there will be people there to tell you things like you're worth more than gold, you know, or you're worth dying for, you know, you're worth all those things. It's important to have that and having that around you definitely makes an impact. But maintaining that for yourself and daily telling yourself that and keeping that in the long run, that causes a habit of viewing your worth in the best way possible, which is something that all of us need to have. One of the key factors that play in knowing your worth is how you view yourself. Because it's all on you and it's what you put and how you view yourself that makes the difference. If you were to stand in front of a mirror and stare back at your reflection and think of all the negativity you have against you, that would cause you to believe that your worth is little, if not anything at all. 
but if it was the opposite viewing yourself positively then you'd believe that you'd have so much worth which is something that we all have i think the main thing is whenever we see people in our lives like people that are important to us we look up to um other people that we see whether it be because we go to school with them or we work with them or whatever we're always gonna have to compare our words with that but like why why should we do this i mean once you know how to view yourself you don't have to have that comparison whether it seems to be how productive they are compared to you or like how they look um how they style themselves it doesn't matter because what does matter at the end of the day is that we're all human and we all share worth and purpose we're all created with worth and it wasn't something where it was like we're going to make the successful people have worth and the non-successful people have worth. We're going to have like um, people with freckles. They're not going to have that much worth than people without. Or like the green eyed people and blue eyed people are going to have more worth than the brown eyed people. Or um, curly haired people have more worth than straight head. It's, it's not that. And it's not even the case where we split the good people and the bad people and say that those who are good carry purpose and that those who are bad are worthless because we all as humans have a worth and a purpose always. I've known people who actually admit that they aren't very satisfied with the person they become. They acknowledge the fact that they're now more mean um, they care less about people. They become more money consumed. They they look back on their life and they say that they don't necessarily like that, and that affects their self esteem. So in this case, changing how you view yourself is only present when you change who you are as a person, and acknowledging that you're no longer who you once were makes that so much easier because if you were able to notice that you're able to go back to who you once were because in this case their worth wasn't unaccessible it was just hidden we all have worth but depending on our outlook on it and who we are it definitely affects the belief of us having a worth i read this article um i don't remember the title but the author was saying something like we always have this certain question asked um in our minds at least whenever something bad happens to us and the question was like does what i do make me worthy of what comes to me and i would say like in answering that question i would say no because unfortunately life isn't fair and it throws at us a lot of bad things all of which we're not deserving of at all sometimes but your situation doesn't define your worth at all and i think it's important for us to keep that in mind because worth was just something that was to us when we were born it's like a default (laughs) to have worth so then a question in this case would remain saying like how do we maintain it and i believe that maintaining our views and our self-worth can be accessed by what we do Like, for example, think of what makes you happy. Like, it can literally be anything you do. So I'll give an example. Reading a book. 
sure that may not be the most glamorous thing according to some people not me but it gives your mind the state of understanding and knowing the concept of the books you like to read thus making your beliefs in being a reader extra strong so that also impacts you because that will be in your speech as well when you introduce yourself saying that you like to read if someone's like what do you like to do say who you are and you say well i read books then that seems important to you and it's a part of who you are so that means that this is how you view yourself and it also means that you find worth in reading so people may say yeah but that doesn't make you special i didn't write the book i only read it that may be true but you're the one that keeps the author going it's because of your engagement in reading that authors find the motivation of continuing so you're worth them writing their stories in this case um we can give like another example sports so if sports makes you happy whether playing them or even watching them it's part of what you like and it's part of who you are and so you can view yourself as a star basketball player or you can view yourself as just a person who loves to watch golf on tv that can only mean that participating in sports whether it be playing or watching that's worth you being happy and since participating in sports is a part of who you are it carries worth so that means that you carry worth um another example like if you're a lover of music whether it be you can play an instrument um you write songs you dance you sing maybe you just love listening to music as you try to like cream in last minute studying that reveals your dedication to the art of music so in this case you believe that you wouldn't live in a life without music so it's all such a vital part of your life and who you are and because it carries so much worth that means that because it's who you are you carry so much worth too maybe you're environmentalist or maybe you like to cook or maybe you just like to sit around and play scrabble all day it doesn't matter it motivates your mind and it makes you happy and what makes you happy becomes who you are and that happiness keeps you positive and that positivity maintains your self-worth because doing something that you like and making it become who you are it's very difficult to keep being happy about it and yet viewing it as a part of you but saying that you have little worth and looking at yourself negatively once you're doing something that makes you so happy and that's a part of you you can't view yourself in a negative light so it's very important to like yourself it's important to be in that place where you can find cool things about you and it's okay if you may not master them like your cool traits right now you still have your years of life to discover them as we grow we always change and that reminds me of a quote that I love that it says as you're shifting you will begin to realize that you are not the same person you used to be the things you used to tolerate have become intolerable when once you remained quiet you are now speaking your truth where you once battled and argued you are choosing to remain silent you are beginning to understand the value of your voice and there are some situations that no longer deserve your time energy 
and focus. And that's important because once you understand the value of not just your voice, but who you are as a person, it's so important because you'll begin to see things. And I think it was so cool because when I was growing up, I know for sure that, I know for a fact I was frustrated, I guess, at the idea of me not sticking with a personality trait because I I thought I knew everything about me back then um but then growing up it was like I changed my views on things or I just changed who I was on things things that I thought that I would have such an interest in and I would continue this forever I literally left it like the following year um stuff that I never thought about became so important in my life uh we can even go like random and think like food wise like I, I'm not, um, there are definitely like foods that I used to love back then that I can't eat now, or there was stuff that I used to really not like back then. And now I can eat them. There's just stuff that you always think that you're going to carry on with your life. Like I'm going to be this forever. I'm going to love this forever. And you're even planning on like 15 years from now when I'm this age, this is going to be what I'm doing. But like even careers wise as well, like schooling, I think for a while, like, I thought I was going to study music, and then I thought I was going to study English, and then it was going to be communications, and now finally it's, like, Christian counseling. Um, But, yeah, all these things, it's so... Back then, I think I was frustrated with the changes, but now I'm very, very happy for them because it's just a part of your self-discovery and accepting that and becoming tolerable of that. And I, I personally think it's very cool to be a different person kind of every day. Um, maintaining like, like you are the same person, but when I say to be a different person, it's as in like liking different things and unliking different things. And just because you'll come to that point of your life where you know you now know what's acceptable in your life because you've known yourself for so long and you know what can bring you down, what can bring you up. And um, it's so important to have that. It's like, it's like doing house cleaning on your life. And um, when one does that, they begin to feel at ease. They, be, they begin to feel at peace, um, whether it be like eliminating just not eliminating like killing, like eliminating as in like just going distant from people who make you feel bad about yourself or um, whether it just be no longer having to watch certain things that you feel as though it's having kind of a control on your life and you don't really like that or just going away from things. I can say this story. I was like, I used to love coffee a lot and I drank it. Actually, it's funny. So coffee was the thing where it was like, in the beginning of my life, I drank it sometimes if I remembered to. Um, we'd normally have breakfast. My mom is that type of mother who will pour coffee for every single member of the family and be like, oh, pour coffee for you. Doesn't matter what age you were. Um, yeah. And then I kind of forgot about it. Then when it came to like high school, like specifically 11th grade, I drank it a lot. But um, it was actually funny because I... I ended up like drinking coffee too much and I became aware of that. It was a thing where I would literally make like three cups in like a day 
and um, I would have them in the night as well to make me sleep because it was weird. I I didn't like have like it didn't keep me awake. I would make it to go to sleep. I couldn't sleep at night, and I'd make coffee and. So it was doing something weird in my system, and I became super aware of that. Um, at first, I thought, uh, whatever, but it became a thing where it was like, I had to have coffee in my day. I had to, I had to, I had to. It would be my drink to wake up. It would be my drink to go to sleep. It was just my drink. And then I literally said to myself in like 12th grade, um, it's taking too much of my life, and I feel as though I'm addicted to it. And so I told myself to stop drinking coffee and amazing, amazingly surprising as was, I was able to stop like right after. And I often think about that sometimes because I'm like, did that mean that I didn't like coffee as much? Like, or was it just because I was relying on how addicting it was? But I, I genuinely liked coffee. Um, I still like coffee. There's nothing wrong about it. I'm not bashing it. If other people are drinking it, that's fine. But I knew for me, I couldn't. And I think at first I thought it would be a struggle, but it wasn't. Um, I haven't drank coffee for, I think, a year. And uh, like my other siblings drink it. But when it's like breakfast, they'll just, you know, like have coffee and I'll just like have orange juice or something. And it's not any, like, it's not tempting. It's not, I don't know. I really don't know, but that's a cool story. Just kind of, you know yourself and you know your limits and you know your barriers and you know if there's some things that you just got to let go. And coffee was a thing that was just very present in my life for a long time. But that like 11th grade year, it was like my best friend. And, um, but I was able to let go of that. So, and that's like common in anything as well. Relationships with people. Um, if like you're in a toxic relationship and you have that idea that you are in, um, better leave now. (laughs) Otherwise, like it'll be harder to leave if you stay than if you leave now. Um, that's probably the only advice I'd give you because I don't, I haven't been in a relationship, so I don't know, but I'm like, yeah, I know that that's the ropes and I'm pretty sure that's how. Like, it's important to leave that relationship if that's the case. But, yeah, so once you begin to know your values, and it's not anything that's, like, negative. It it shouldn't be anything that's like, oh, I feel so vain about letting these people exit my life. No, you're in this life. You're living it for you. And I realized this at the end of high school as well when it came to the point where 12th grade was really the year where they were focusing on what you were going to do afterwards. And I realized that. It's not even, you're not going to the school for your friends. You're not in this life for people. It's you and you're going on a self-discovery of just who you are. And if you have the power to help make yourself happier, like we can't control life, but we can definitely control some things in our lives. And it's cool that we are able to hold that because then if you can really control your happiness stay with the stuff that makes you happy and stay away from stuff that makes you unhappy. And uh, if it switches from time to time as you shift during your life, just 
go with the flow of it and help yourself be the happiest person you can be because that's when you really understand who you are and know who you are and you know your value and you know your worth so that's super important you know it's important to view yourself greatly because you know yourself greatly and you've been through life long enough to know your preferences you know your likes you know your hobbies you know your dislikes you you know your habits um you know your reactions to certain things um you know your favorite songs you know the bops you know what gets you in the mood um you know what makes you happy so it's important to stay in that realm just always and it's not gonna be easy and i'm not telling you to be a super happy person because that's artificial i think there's no one that can say yeah ever since i decided to make the decision to stay with happy things in my life i've been through my whole life happy there was not a day where there wasn't a smile on my face no that's not true i mean i'd love to live in that world but it's not true you definitely will have days where you just can't control your emotions and you're just lying in your bed like yep today's not the day where i'm happy (laughs) um but i think that's okay i think it's we're not meant to be perfect we weren't born perfect so life isn't even perfect so why should we try to be perfect but i think we should try to be us and us meaning accepting of us and accepting of us meaning accepting all of the good Um, the bad as they teach lessons and just what can help us in our lives so that we can be at the best place that we can be and it doesn't have to be on the highest mountain but it can be at a at a beach like a seashore that level um of where you are at i was trying to like compare a very high place to like a normal place um wherever you are can be your happiness like your level of happiness can be the same level of happiness as someone else even though they may see you as just playing like sudoku all day and they can be making an album and about to tour like have a small tour and some gigs they may look at you and think well she's probably not as happy he's probably not as happy as i am but you can be just as happy with what you're doing because you know yourself and you know what makes you happy and they know themselves and they know what makes them happy so in happiness there will always be success anyway i'm not like saying that you can just play games play board games all day and be happy for the rest of your life you can definitely achieve success and aim for it if you have that belief in yourself that you can And that only comes from the root of all happiness. So start small. You can start with just playing your board games. And once you're very happy with that, be like, you know what? I'm going to find another passion that I have and uh, make a job. Or ideas, ideas. You could be like an entrepreneur for like some board game thing where you can actually decide to do something with what you like. Kind of like what I'm doing now. Um... I just knew that I had to do this because I was very happy with wanting to talk about subjects such as these. So I wanted to create something where that happened. And when the opportunity came, I just took it. And so once you make something out of what you're happy about, nothing else matters and no one else's opinion matters. There was a quote that I heard um, that said, 
when you're happy with doing what you're doing, nobody can tell you you're not successful. Yeah, so to end this, I guess I would say being happy makes you know your worth. And at the end of the day, you must live your life always knowing your worth and being happy in yourself. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode on You Matter Officially. Make sure if you haven't already listened to last week's episode on overcoming depression, my story. Um, You don't have to if you don't want to, but I highly recommend it. Um, Not just because it's mine. um, You'll still learn stuff from it. Thank you so much. Make sure you tune into next week's one as we'll be talking about depression and what exactly is it. Thank you so much again. My name is Esther Joseph and I will see you next week.